0: Welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris. I'm back again this week with Timothy Mendoza. Uh, we have so much to cover for you. It actually probably be shorter than last episode because it's not as much since we did get back this week. Um, the Disney pile is going to be big yet again because after I even sent Tim the agenda for this podcast, more stuff happened. Um, but let make sure you go to all our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast FOMO podcast on Instagram, and make sure you go check us out on Spotify. If you like Spotify or prefer Spotify. Um, and we're also on every other, uh, place where you can download podcasts. Um, and also make sure, uh, to, uh, give, uh, Tim, Tim, uh, Tim, some love on any photos you see of him because I think he's self-conscious and, you know, I want to keep him on there. Um, so we're going to do this a little more organized. Um, I got some news about gaming, some trailers, some Netflix stuff, and then um, obviously we're going to end with the Disney pile. Uh, but first, I was going to touch real quick. So um, after last week, um, I went on to the PlayStation Network and I looked and I'm like, oh, let's see if Tim was wrong and the, the game didn't expire for MLB. It did. So it was back to normal price. And I was like, nah, I did didn't that. So then I was just browsing. I hadn't been on there in phew, months. And I was like, Oh hey, um, Spider-Man's on here at discount. And it was like the limited edition, whatever. It was whatever version, it was super discounted and it had like the the extra missions packs. So I was like, sweet, I'll do it now so I can get it. I'll try and get a hundred percent. Which this game feels a little bit easier to get a hundred percent. Not because it's easier, but because they have a lot of tasks that are a little bit more simple. They're not super advanced like you know like Need for or uh, Grand Theft Auto. There's sometimes when you get to do this ridiculous like jump of a car through a, a flaming donut and it's like wait, what? and might effort to get that. So, um I just want to recommend everyone the Spider-Man um I I'm I don't know how far I'm I'm not far far, but I'm getting further and Miles Morales has showed up in it and I wish I wish they would have done more with him after what happened in the part of the game I'm in, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to have to probably stream some game play footage sooner or later. I have the hookup for it. So maybe I can do that this weekend when I'm bored. Um, the next thing we had in gaming, um, Tim sent me, I, I'm always hit and miss on the golfing games for PlayStation. And I don't know how you felt about it, Tim, Um, but my experience has always been like the controls are wonky and they would always make a dramatic change. Like they'd go from you using buttons to push to using the stick for sensitivity. And I was like, well, okay, I get you trying to make it more difficult, but could you at least make it to where I can still use the buttons for now until I want to learn the other stuff. Um, and then we, I think the last time we had a good one was like tiger woods. Oh nine. I think something like that with a PGA tour with EA. Um, but they have, pga pga 2k 2 1 and from that trailer that tim sent me it it looks amazing one and the features they're claiming it has is just as amazing um now tell me what you like about it, and i'll tell you my favorite part of the whole the whole demo they showed
1: yeah so like you said i mean with me playing uh the golf club 2019 which is kind of the predecessor to this um i liked it the uh, i I'm used to like you said you have the buttons that you would that would do the swing you know you press X it starts as back swing you press X again at you know pretty much what power you want which is ultimately the top of the back swing and then X again um, you know in the little the, between the two bars and that's how good you hit it um, and I remember playing like that first when it first came out on I can't remember what PlayStation it was it could have been, two or three, um, and I liked it. And then you can put spin on the ball, front spin, back spin, uh, like you're saying with the Tiger Woods. Uh, on this uh, Golf Club 2019, it's the, uh, let's see, it's the right joystick that does the swing. And I've in the beginning, I wasn't liking it because for some reason, when I pull it back, I always, like, give myself a, sli- a huge slice. So I got to tell so like, myself so –
0: like- so like how you golf in pretty, real life,
1: <laughs> pretty much like how it is in real. Yeah, it was very accurate. Um, but when I what when I think I'm pulling it straight back, I'm actually not. So I have to basically mentally tell myself, oh, pretend like you're pulling it back, you know, down and to the left, and it comes straight back. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just not that coordinated. But they
0: have cheaters for that. They do have cheaters for that. There's like a oh, little yeah. plate stick around it where it keeps the joystick steady and straight. <laughs>
1: Or you could only, yep, no, ex, ex, and yeah. you could tell the ones that use that because they on here they have uh, societies, which are basically clubs, and they'll you play different courses that either people create or ones that are uploaded onto that come with the game. And you know, you get guys that are going 19, 20, 30 under for like a two day tournament. It's like, really? you've you know, buried every hole and eagled all the par fives. Yeah, come on now. Um, but, I mean, it's 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 fun. But on this one, on the footage, I did see where it looked like that they had the option uh, on using the buttons. Like you said, if you're used to that, because uh, it took me a while to get used on playing on the sticks. And I know there's an, another podcast that I listened to, and they were saying, you know, with the sticks – it could be difficult. It's like, hey, I want to play this game and enjoy it. I don't want to get mad. I get mad at my regular golf game on the course that I pay to play. This one, yeah. I want to know that on every par three that I could come really close to getting a hole-in-one and get a tap-in birdie. Where this one, I could be anywhere and everywhere, and all of a sudden a par three turns into a triple bogey. Uh, but it's I, I'm excited for it, and especially with uh, – how the graphics look on it, and mm-hmm. if it, uh, you know, for the PS5 coming out, it's just really gonna pop. So I'm I'm pretty pumped about it.
0: See, what I really liked about it was um, it gives you the option. Like the 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 video you sent me was a YouTuber who was reviewing it, and apparently the claim is that you're going to be able to remove the. They have that blue line that tells you you're shot, and um, you can adjust the HUD screen. And I was like. If I can adjust the HUD screen to do exactly what I want, that's perfect cuz sometimes I get distracted. You know, obviously I want the wind, I want the direction, I want all that kind of stuff. And then I think it'd be more fun to play a tournament online if you're like, "Oh, hey, no no HUD display, just just" Obviously, I would say you need to have your power if you're using the buttons because it, you you know, you can still mess that up. That's not perfect, but I really like the gameplay. Um, I liked when they showed him making mistakes and hitting it short and how you can do that and how to fix that and the, the spin aspect and everything like that. It just seemed like a lot of fun. And they obviously, they used the, whole, six, the 16th hole at TPC Sawgrass to be, you know, for those that don't know, in real life, when you go to that, people sit there all day long, drink beer, and they scream while you're you're hitting the ball. Like, they legitimately... Are screaming nonstop. If you don't like it, don't golf it because everyone does it. And most golfers will tell the crowd to pump up. And it's a par three, so um, you know if you get a hole in one, it goes insane. Uh, my favorite people there are the Vikings, the Viking fans who wear the helmets, and they literally will throw the helmets on the course if you if you make it. And it was just cool seeing a course that I knew, a hole that it's iconic, and it looks a lot like it. And they showed him chip it on. And then it almost, it goes in. He gets a hole-in-one, and you can hear the screaming. Um, the one thing I did think was weird was um, on the demo for the gameplay, there was no load screen. So you don't get where it flies over the course and shows you things. It legitimately just takes you to your next stop on the T box. So um, I'm hoping there is an option to get an overview of the course, because I I do kind of like, since... I mean, obviously, maybe they're going to have it on the card on the side. You're going to be able to see the shape of the course to know where you're going to go. But, you know, other than that, I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. I think it it looks beautiful. The graphics alone are phenomenal. And I just – I just, I think this will be the first one I buy since, like, 2009 where I'm actually going to want to play it.
1: Yeah, and I think it says – it doesn't come preloaded with a whole bunch of pros, but I think you could do um, whether you – Play like a career mode or franchise mode um, on it to unlock them, or maybe it's different. uh, You know, challenges that you need to do, or you play him. You know, heads up, and if you beat him on this hole, or if you get par or better, you unlock uh, unlock that player. So it's pretty cool. I think they said that there was going to be twelve professional players. So it'll be curious to see you know obviously everyone wants tiger woods on there so is he going to be the last one that you know that that they unlock or if he's not even on there at all what's going to be the backlash on it cuz everyone I mean everyone knows the golfing game tiger woods tiger woods roy McElroy had his wasn't that great because tiger was going through his stuff um, at that point in time but i mean it's got to be it's got to have tiger on it or else you know i don't see a lot of people um, playing it as long.
0: I I think the, well I, I, from it, the best thing I think they could do is, cause I know how difficult it is. Like everyone, if you don't know in, in gaming, the biggest thing in like the gaming world ever was when any MLB game you ever noticed when Barry Bottom was an, Barry Bonds was an active player. He was never in the game. And that's because he owned, he owned the rights to his likeness and his name. Um, So I know these golfers want to get paid. The PGA tour doesn't own the rights to the golfers like um, they do with like NCAA and things like that. So hopefully you get some good golfers in there. I just hope that it's not one of those things where they just add it to shut people up and then the graphics look stupid. And then the character doesn't look anything like the other character, like you see in so many of these games that were just thrown together, uh, you know, like that. So, I mean, we'll see what happens me and Tim will have to get it and play online almost like we used to when we were playing call of duty. Um, that, that would be kind of fun. Um, so in staying in gaming, last thing in gaming, this got me so excited. Crash Bandicoot Four about time is officially announced. I think I'm pretty sure, um, uh, this was the first game. Crash Bandicoot was one of the first games that I got on PlayStation. It was that and Tomb Raider. And, I just absolutely loved Crash Bandicoot. It was always a, like, a, a, I was playing it all the time. And I really hope they stick with the kind of style of game that they had before. I don't want them to make no modern thing like they do with some of these games. I want the same format. For those who don't know, it's a scroller, basically, but you're running head-on. So when you're running, you're running straight ahead. You're jumping over boxes. You're smashing boxes. And you're grabbing the the fruit. So uh, I don't know if you ever played it, Tim, but it was one of my favorite. Um, I'll never forget. All you hear is Abundaba. And that's I don't even know what he's saying. I have I have no clue. You have a tiki mask that follows you around and it protects you. Um, I'll actually look it up right now. What does the tiki mask say on
1: uh, what does the fox say? Yeah, no, I never really. I mean, I know, I know, Crash Bandicoot never really got into it. I think I maybe played it a handful of times at, you know, buddies' houses. Hey, let's let's uh, pop a game in. Let's play. Oh, hey, I just got Crash Bandicoot. Okay, but never really uh, got got into it as much as you did.
0: So they're saying it just means gibberish. It does not it doesn't mean anything. It was either a booga booga or hoboga ho- ho- hoboga hoboga hoboga. I don't know. If you look up the video, it's hilarious. It just it, just, it made me laugh all the time. Okay, so that's exciting. Um, this one, so I did some more research on it. I don't know if um, Tim did. Um, so Unsolved Mysteries is coming back, apparently uh, July 1st, it's debuting. But did you hear about how the format is going to be?
1: Um, when I watched the trailer... All I got out I mean, it looks like, you know, the stereotypical Unsolved Mysteries as before, hopefully they still have that, um, oh, what is it? They're the little, not the catchphrase, but how they, you know, flash that, their little sign up. Uh, yeah. I, well, whatever you want to call it, you know, low when they flash the logo up for it, um, I always have that running through my head and maybe because it was on in Dumb and Dumber as well in the background when he was in the... The uh, infamous bathroom scene um but no it was weird how that at the end of it i was kind of you know zoning out on it or getting ready to click off of youtube and it says first six mysteries so it's not going to be drop it sounds like it's not going to drop all of them at once it's going to be you know in different uh or you know orders or or clumps coming out
0: so it's going to be similar. There's another show we're going to talk about in a minute. It's the same thing that they're doing the part one, part two thing, like they did with the ranch, how
1: okay. they would release
0: part of it and then release the other part. Um, but there's no host. That's what I thought was crazy. There's no host for it. Really? Yeah. So I think huh. they're cause it was, um, uh, I can't remember the original guy's name, but then it was that, uh, Farina, uh, he did it when they did a little reboot What's- of it.
1: Yeah, but wasn't the original guy? Wasn't it? uh, He got Megan's Law. Was it that? No,
0: no. You're thinking. You're thinking of. No, you're thinking of um, uh, America's Most Wanted. Who his son? He got some stuff put into words.
1: Oh, so you're thinking something else.
0: The other guy, he was on basketball too. I love the fact that he was in basketball. The original host, but. it feels, from watching the trailer, it feels very First 48-ish, like on the A&E show, because they're, the, obviously the cinematography is a lot better. It appears they're using more, like, oh, I would, because they they do say there's some super, supernatural stuff, and it feels like they do recreations a little bit more fancy. They're not doing, like, that one show on Spike that was, like, it was A Thousand Ways to Die, and then the, the things were horrible, or Patim probably remembers, um... With Mr. DeGrazia, who just retired, watching the the shop film of them getting hurt. And it was like a guy was putting his arm in a hole and the person would move the tractor and it would freaking cut his arm off. And you could tell it was a fake hand because the hand would just go bloop and it would pop off. Yeah. Or my favorite, when the forklift drives through the wall and it goes pierces the guy who was eating lunch in the break room. Same thing. But um, you know, I I don't think they're going to be that bad. They look actually professionally done, and it seems like I hope they do the same format where they did. Like I remember, it used to be like a true crime and then like a supernatural, then a true crime and then a supernatural. So I think they're going to probably do three and three. I'm stoked for it, but for sure, for the July weekend, I'm going to be watching the
1: crap out of it. Yeah, well, it it sounds like just um, because at the end of it, when it did the first six, they're calling them mysteries, quote unquote episodes. Um, that and I, I was reading the titles of them because it had the titles, and it probably is a you know, like a true crime, and then uh, you know, something because the one that stuck out to me was called Berkshire's UFO, so okay. all the other ones kind of had normal okay. names, house, yeah. yeah, house on Cherry. La- I mean, that could be anything, terror, at you know, wh- whatever. But that was the one it's like, oh, I wonder what how this one's gonna be if it's. You know, someone that's really you know that got abducted, or if it's going to be, you know, see their their take on that. So definitely have to check that out. At least watch the first couple episodes, and or sorry, yeah, watch the first exactly. mysteries. Yeah, and like you said, just see with not having a host or anything like that, what how they, uh, you know, their their take is on it.
0: Yeah, uh, and then sticking with Netflix, um, we'll rearrange one of them after this next one. I'm going to do all. Um... Uh, I'll do all the Netflix stuff first. But so next we have Lucifer season five had a trailer and they simultaneously have announced season quote unquote six, six, six. Um, so, uh, season five, part one debuts on August 21st. So this is the one of the ones that's a part one. Now I really enjoyed the first season of Lucifer. Um, I'm going to spoil some stuff right now. And basically the premise is, is he comes down from, or comes up from hell and it's crazy because he has like an angel counterpart that's like you need to go back to hell because things going crazy you're not taking souls you're you're befriending someone and um my favorite part was he he's trying to convince this chick she's the devil and she ends up shooting him and he he's smiling and he looks down he goes you shot me well it's because he has feelings for her so after the first season though i kind of dwindled off a little bit because we were doing some moving i started a new job at that time so things were hectic i wasn't watching anything with it on netflix though i think i'm gonna binge watch the whole thing because it appears like it's gotten crazy and i've seen some videos on facebook that were like oh wow this is what happened it's just it's insane um it's a great concept i like it and i like the characters because um you know, I was hoping I'm like, please don't be like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where they all have these masks they put on when they turn into demons, and it's a lot more CGI based. And it's just, it's just, a, I think it's a great show. I'm glad it's getting a sixth season, and
1: um, I mean, we'll see where it goes for now. Did you ever watch Lucifer, Tim? No, I never got into it. I, I, I may have watched one episode, like the very first one, but never really got into it. Like I said, um, just didn't 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 feel it didn't grab me
0: (laughs) well sticking with um the netflix news um we also have where is it at i just dropped it oh so we got two more stuff in netflix news the next one is so there was a huge bidding war for the youtube series cobra kai i was surprised apparently people people that i know that have watched it are like this thing is legit the cobra kai is fantastic because for those of you who don't know, there's this big rumor out there that everyone's like, uh, yeah, you know that um that uh wh- the uh Danny was uh was it, what's his name? What did he, what did he go about? What was his name on the movie? The Karate Kid? Daniel Laru uh, La, La, La Russa, Rusa, yeah. Well, he was the bad guy. And I was like, wait, what? And they're like, Yeah. Uh i was like wait and then you you follow it and you watch some of these breakdown videos and they're like he was tortured by this guy so i just think it's kind of funny seeing stuff like that um talking about uh cobra kai so the basis for cobra kai is you're seeing it from um what's his name i can't remember his name on there uh billy billy zuko i think his name is is the actor's name um and so it's basically, he's reopened the Cobra Kai dojo. And um, I believe I've seen some little snippets here and there that he teaches them to be better people, basically. So I'm excited for it. I enjoy it. Uh, the trailers I've seen so far for it. And I like that they did bring back some of the original people because it's just like, you know, you're keeping it real. So um, we'll see how well it does good. On, it's going to Netflix it's officially announced, so I'll be able to will be able to watch every single season. Um, I don't know if their contract said because sometimes what will happen is I don't know if people have noticed. You'll see there'll only be certain seasons of a show on Netflix, and that's because sometimes they don't buy the rights to everything outright, or the contract for the original content is only till a certain point. So you might have to wait a little bit for seasons one and two, but we were sure will get season three on Netflix. Um, the last thing on Netflix that's amazing. Tim doesn't know what it is. He was confused when he watched it. It's called Southern Survival. And the only reason why I heard about this is because of Battle Box. I subscribed to Battle Box, got some stuff from them. Um if you follow me on Instagram, uh Grizzle underscore CEO, G-R-Y-Z-Z-L underscore C E O um I shared um the knife I got from one of their little thing. They have a knife of the month club basically. It's their top tier. You get you get a little survivalist stuff, um some fire starting kits, things like that. Um I missed out on this month's cuz I signed up too late and they got a um a cool axe like the throwing axe like the one I got from the other company. And um it's these dudes that they're just they 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 take their they don't like doomsday preppers. They go, "Look, we're preppers, but we're not doomsday preppers." He goes he goes, we're preparing for anything. So he goes, anything. You can have fun while you're prepping. He goes, it doesn't mean this thing where you need to stay in a bunker and have all those food hidden. He they, They're being logical. And basically, the concept of Battle Box is they send you several items that can help you with, you know, prep your bag for a bug-out bag, whatnot. And they're showing in this show, they're testing the stuff out from window breakers to fire starters. And there's even one point where you're like, you see the guy goes, what is this he goes and they have a fake bear charge him in the trailer and he presses the horn he goes we're all dead and he's like this is horrible where did you get this and it's just it's really funny seeing them you know play with it and i want to see so so from you watching it how did you feel about it having not knowing anything about what they do
1: i thought it was almost similar to like a uh I can't remember what the name of the show was, the one that Steve Austin kind of did, you know, esque like that. Um, Broken
0: Skull Ranch.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought it was a kind of like a survivalist show, and they'd give them, you know, these different, okay, uh, you know, now you're going to be, like you said, submerged in a car, and you have to use this device to break out, or you, you know, this amount of time to break out. Um, and go on, you know, maybe different little challenges that they do, but using actual real, um, whether it's survival tools or items that you could buy or people sell. Um, but like I said, I missed out on the very beginning of it. And like you said, it's like, no, this is a guy's ranch that, you know, he's testing everything out on it, which now totally makes sense to me. I th- Like I said, I thought it was a game show and it's just these funny southern guys just trying to survive out there with stuff that they as seen on tv type deal and hey it may work or it, you know may not like the the bear horn it's like oh my yeah you are dead
0: yeah and now that, that's what i liked about it was is they were like you know basically saying you know if what would happen if we if we were in the situation we would be dead right now like you said so yeah. I think it's a fun... It looks like it's going to be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. It comes um, July 3rd. It drops. They've been pushing, I guess, for it to open up on a 4th of July weekend so everyone can have some fun. I will be watching at least one episode
1: then to do that. Um, so, I'll... Well, let's do you, you want to go into one more Netflix thing that we were talking about earlier that you wanted to watch? Which one that? Is oh, so, okay,
0: okay. So... I wanted to watch The Floor is Lava. Uh, The wife said no. She didn't want to watch it. And then um, uh, I asked Tim. I'm like, hey, you want to watch it? And his wife was in the room, and they're like, don't watch it. And I was like, really that bad? So what's so bad about that show, The Floor is Lava?
1: So I didn't even know anything about it until I was scrolling on Netflix because there's nothing on TV. Um, and all of a sudden I see this, oh, new Floor is Lava, or popular on Netflix, Floor is Lava. Like, it's, like huh, number one. It's, it's, number, it's number one. Yeah. And so, you know, because you can scroll on it, and it kind of gives you, you know, most of the movies will give you the trailer or synopsis of what's going on. So I scroll on it, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. It's like, you know, when you were a kid, hey, Floor is Lava, don't get on it, whether you're jumping from couch to couch or, or whatnot. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. And it's, it's not actually lava obviously, but it is, um, I guess you would say lava colored water and they even have some floating styrofoam on it where it looks like um, like a crust of a lava or whatnot. and you got to go through this obstacle course and there's different um, you basically come in one way and you got to get out going through this obstacle course and there's different ways you could go and it's all, um, it's timed, but the time the the timing is a tiebreaker. It goes by how many bodies get across, and it's in teams of three. So, and the different, like I said, the different ways you go. There's an easy way, there's a hard way. But the easy way, it's easy to get there, but then hard to get to the end. So it's not like it's easy the whole way there. So I'm sitting so, there like
0: so. Basically, if if someone goes through it and one person falls in all you have to do is take your time and all three of you get
1: there and you win. Uh, no, it would be two. Cause once you fall in the lava, you're, you're gone.
0: No, no, no. That's what I'm saying though. If the other team got three oh, people there, yeah. they win.
1: Yeah. Yes, no, okay. ex- exactly. So there was one team that, um, I mean, I guess you could call it spoiler, but it was a first episode and there's, it's gotta be, somebody's gotta win. Um, one team had, you know, they, they had, so, Two of them made it with two across and one team. So there was two of them going across at the end. Well, one of them falls in, so they automatically lose or they're not in the the running. And then with the two made it across, then it goes to the tiebreaker is uh, the time on it, how long it takes, timing on it. But you could tell it's a great concept, and I really like it. It's kind of parkour-ish in a way because they do have obstacles there that you can use in the room. And some where it's like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. It's like, you just got to jump and and pray for the best um, (laughs) on on it. And, but it's definitely, you could tell that it's scripted. And they had this, uh, what was it? The first team was a mom with her son and daughter. And it was, it, it was bad just watching it. I mean, it's like those bad acting shows. And it's like, dude, you. Man, no, no, no. So I gave it – I watched the whole first episode of it and because I thought it was going to maybe get better. But even – I think they had a set of – can't remember if it was triplets or three guys. And mm-hmm. even them, it was, like I said, definitely bad acting. And whoever coached them up, whether it was a producer or whatnot, was, okay, here's what we – you know, really want you to do, and they would just do, the, the talking the whole time, I mean, the, the whole time, They're like, oh, hey, well, what about this over, it's almost like a cartoon, hey, there's a staff on the wall, should we get it, and then they have that little pause of a moment, and then whoever it is, you know, picks it up, and, oh, hey, we could use it, kind of now something. Now, who,
0: who, um, who uh, hosts it?
1: Uh, There, there isn't a host. Really? It's just, yeah, they come, they they do the little background of them in the beginning, like the family they showed them, family pictures and family videos and whatnot. And then they get there, when they go back to um, the game set, it's just all three of them standing in a doorway, a voice comes over the loudspeaker, and they're off and running. And then the, you have a narrator that's, oh, so-and-so went this way. Do they know about the... You know, the secret mummy tomb that'll uh, fall down. And instead of jumping from the wall, it gives them a little platform where it gets them two feet closer or the yeah. staff on the wall. Or, you know, the, the funniest one is, is there's like this big obelisk in the middle. For mm. those of you who don't know, that's the Washington Monument. Um, and <laughs> it, it, it it falls over. But if you're sitting there, if nobody told you that, you would have no clue that it fell over. So they give them some hints like, oh, are they going to, you know, is she going to push it over or how are they going to push it over, blah, 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 back and forth. It was, like I said, it's a good premise, could definitely go about it um, in a lot better way. And maybe it gets better um, the further I, you know, you want to get into it, but I mean, I gave it one shot, one episode, and I mean, I barely made it through until the last um, contestants or the last team went through. And I'm like, this is this is bad. I mean, this is (laughs) really bad. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I I, I, I guess they're they're trying to get into it, which makes sense. You know, yeah, the the game, the game show type thingy is easy because. You're getting free entertainment, basically, because those people are not getting paid. Um, yeah. So you just pay a host, usually. I'm shocked they don't have a host, because that's, you know, I don't know, that's weird.
1: Yeah. No, it, it, it was. And like I said, I just clicked on it. Oh, this looks cool. And the um, previews of it looked cool. But once you got onto it, like I said, the premise is awesome. And when they fall in, oh, like I said, it's water. But the way they do the camera angles and everything, it shows them falling in. And then once their head gets completely submerged, they may stay on them for a half second longer. And then they'll, you know, pan to somebody else like, oh, my God. You know, no, she went in the in the lava. So it actually looks like they went into into the lava. You don't seem like coming up for a breath or anything like that. So it's cool how they, you know, and they're they're gone. That's pretty cool. I, I, if, if the other two make it across, it's not like, you know, that person is waiting there for them. I mean, they are, they're gone. So it's a cool, like so I said, cool premises a cool idea. But
0: if it has things you don't like in it, a game show is difficult to keep someone enthr- enthralled into it. If they just have something that they don't like. So I get yeah. it. Don't yeah. mind the shaking noises, my dog getting up to shake. <laughs> um, so we'll talk about, so they had the, um, the King's man trailer came out, um, I announced uh, it, the movie is supposed to come out September eighteenth. We'll see how that goes, but um, the King's Man is basically the origin of the Kingsman, um, and uh, it was actually announced I think just before they released um, the trailer for uh, the Kingsman t- the two the sequel, um, and I believe I want to say uh, the basis of it. Is a good idea. I really enjoy um, uh, everybody in there. My favorite though is uh, I can't remember his name, but his name is a uh, Dijman Hanzu. Uh, he play He he he's one of my. I love him in everything he's in because he can be in funny stuff. He can be in serious stuff, and he can be in a lot of different kinds of stuff. So I really enjoy watching him. You know, act, and he looks like he's training one the son of one of the original Kingsmen. And it's just a really cool action. Um, it's during World War II, Um, And um, they're fighting Rasputin. So they bring Rasputin into the fold. And you know who Rasputin is, don't you?
1: Uh, you have to refresh my memory.
0: So Rasputin was believed to be a person in, in like this... Oh, I can't even remember what he, how far he dates back. They believe that he uh, mastered immortality. Um, and that he was... Um, When they killed him, they said that he was shot, stabbed, uh, throat slit, like all this different stuff. Like it's like it's graphic, but they said that. Okay, so it says eighteen sixty nine to nineteen sixteen, but he he was a holy. uh, He was a rev. He referred to himself as a holy man. All this different kind of like that. But let's see. So he acted at, as a healer, religious perversions, all this stuff like this, Controver- it was assassination attempt. So in 1914, a woman tried to stab stab by stabbing him in the stomach. Um, it was not clear after surgery. Wow, he so he recovered. So basically, he was it's a lot of stuff tied to it. it.'s just it's crazy. But oh wow, he was killed. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh murdering. He was murdered. He died of three gunshot wounds. One of which was close range, shot in the forehead. Oh, wow. They show his picture too. Wow. I just saw a picture of it. Okay. So, but he, they're fighting him and he it's set in world war two. So uh, he's one of the people involved in it. Um, now, did you actually watch that trailer?
1: Yeah, I did watch the trailer. And like we were talking before, I didn't even know that there was um, going to be another Kingsman, movie really because my wife loves those um and i you know and especially with the trailer dropping i think it's a good premise as far as going back to the beginning and seeing how the the you know how it all came about um and like a lot of these movies where they kind of take a premise and run but it's already what whatever it is is already established so you already, you know, almost automatically have a sequel right there because you could go back and say, okay, here's how it started. Boom, you got two movies um, right there. So it'll be curious to see how, you know, they they take this and run with it. And the premise, um, you know, I really like. So uh, we'll we'll see. And and I wonder what the little, you know, what at at the end of the movie, like you said, they're probably training one of the Kingsmen that we've already seen in a movie already and who is it going to be or, you know, just a little hint on it. Or if it's going to, you know, if it's going to come out with another one, uh, if they leave it open for a, uh, you know, a sequel to that. So
0: I was hoping they were going to follow Colin first character. Cause I liked him in the first two. So maybe when he first started out in the Kingsman, so we'll see. I mean, it's a, it's an option. Like you said, they could do this one and do another one where, the character who's being brought in in this one brings him, him, him in, in the other one. So yeah, um, Yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um, The biggest news we have to talk about besides the Disney stuff is the fact that there's rumors out there that Michael Keaton is in talks to reprise his role as Batman in the new Ezra Miller flashpoint show. Now the importance behind this is that, there's a comic storyline. Who Connor from Con Con's Cantina? Check them out. Um, they basically have a storyline of the comics that that Connor's been talking to me about a lot. Where he plays basically it's old man Batman. So it's kind of like Logan in the Logan movie, but this one's been you know literally in 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 the comics forever, and he's old man Batman. And they actually have him in the animated series. He's got gray hair. He's older, and he's he's still Batman, but he's Batman. And I just think it's kind of cool to if they were to have it roundabout way, finish off, because what they're going to do is, is so Flashpoint is going to be a time-traveling-esque movie, I believe. And I think it's going to go to different dimensions. So I think you're going to see different Batmans, different Supermans. You're going to have everyone else in this movie. It's going to be a lot of them. Um, There's a rumor that, um, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I believe his name. He was... um, in the Batman Begins movies, I believe, and there's rumors that he may take place in this or a Suicide Squad movie. I mean, they got so many options. They're just bringing people in and, you know, CW does good with bringing these people in for their crossover so i'm super excited about it i can't wait till they actually film it hopefully ezra miller uh doesn't punch any other people or get, do anything else stupid so they actually make this movie um but i mean we're gonna see what happens and i know tim i don't know if you follow the comics as much so you probably don't have an opinion on this one
1: no but it'll be interesting to see like you said if they do bring michael keaton back and putting put him in as a more um mature batman and use that premise and and run with it i mean because i mean shoot how long ago was michael keaton batman i mean it's got to be i mean even if they don't have to put that much old looking makeup on him or or you know i
0: don't know he looks pretty good he looked really good in the spider man movie um but he uh 80 89 was um the first batman i believe so really
1: so 30 he, years Over yeah 30-
0: exactly so, so and it wouldn't come out for at least another year and a half two years almost, so yeah, I mean yeah, uh, so um yeah, and then it'll, lastly, it'll, be, it'll be it'll be interesting uh lastly, before we move on to our big big uh topic, um, we do have the uh, just literally just dropped right now that the uh um tenant film is going to be delayed until at least the middle of August because of the uptick in cases. So um, if you uh, if you know Christopher Nolan, he's all about the theater experience. Uh, apparently I didn't get to watch in theater, but Dunkirk, I guess, in the theater was insane. Just the sounds alone kind of made everything better for you. So it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, you know, you hope they don't keep delaying it. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I- I'm really excited for the movie. I think it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I haven't even, to be honest, even watched the trailer or anything anything on it. So I can't really contribute that much to it. I'm actually looking it up right now on Wikipedia to see uh see what it is. I've been it's, pretty busy it, out, at work. It's it's
0: it's it's very it's basically it's uh uh inception like. So uh it's 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 a good it's a good concept. I like it. And it's it's very it's its own um it's its own little genre, I would say. So it, while it does have a little bit of the Inception aspect to it, they're trying to make it its own. Um, but now we're into the big topic. we we call it the Disney portion of, the, of it. And um, we had a little bit to talk about, and then they added something else to talk about. So first we'll talk about, um, first of all, I, I think this this news only came out because of the fact that Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom, they're the only two that are going to be open for Disney World to start. And those two are already booked solid um, for one day or two days. The, all the reservations are gone. And they booked up real quick. And uh, pass holders didn't even have an opportunity to try to make reservations. Then came out the news that um, if you're a pass holder, your blackout dates still apply. So people are like, wait, what, what? You know, and uh, since they're not doing that thing where they extend your pass for how long it was closed, they were kind of like, oh, so so then then Disney came out and said, well, if you want to, you can cancel your pass. This is for Disney World only as of right now, but I assume we'll do the same thing with Disneyland. Um, so how do you feel about the cancellation aspect of canceling a pass? Um, I will tell you, Connor from ConCon Scantina, he's a he lives very close to it. He has an annual pass, it's a weekday pass, and he was saying, like, we usually go Wednesday nights. If we go twice in a month, it pays for the pass. But we would go almost every Wednesday night, have dinner, enjoy the enjoy the downtown, you know, down, join the Disney the atmosphere. And he's like, well, now I have to go online and I have to look to see if I can get a reservation and it's going to be a month or two out. What's the point of them, me paying for it when I'm going to be blocked out all summer long anyways? So... His that's that's his take. Now what was what is your take? I know your wife does have a pass. So what has been like the how how have you been feeling about it?
1: I don't I think I mean kind of right now, especially in the beginning and we all knew this was going to happen, um the reservation system, people weren't going to be able to get passes or um able into the parks and how are they going to do it? You can't park hop. You know, yada, yada, yada. Um, but kind of what we're thinking about, me and the wife, is just sit back, let it play out, let them get um, into the groove. Cause it's, I mean, not only do they have that aspect of it before all of this happens, but just everything that's going to have to happen in the park um, for them to A, get open and B, stay open without having any types of outbreaks happening from there because i mean that'll kill anything whether you're near disney or you know the local soccer field uh so i mean it's i I could definitely see everyone's frustration on it especially pass holders um because most of them are you know feel that they got a little bit of of entitlement to it which i mean i was a pass holder for five years and i mean i get it i kind of felt like that too but i mean some of them take it to the extreme but i mean at least they have the option for them to cancel uh if they want to but i'm sure most of them really don't want to they just hey let's let's make it right um but it's i mean how can you you know they're not used to having to go and get reservations i mean, most. Disney World is different than Disneyland, um, but an annual pass holder there versus uh, in Florida versus an annual pass holder in um, California, and you still don't got to make. You just show up to the park, flash your pass. You know, pass. They scan it. Okay, you're good to go. I mean, you're n- you're never um, denied entry unless it's a blockout date, and you should know that. Um, so I could see the the frustration there, and now having to, you know, like you said. The, the guy going down there every Wednesday, it's like, now I got to make sure I can't just go down there. I got to completely change my plans. Um, you know, we have to plan it out further in advance uh, and make sure that there is reservations still available uh, to go. And is it going to be worth it if he only goes down there for dinner and maybe spends two, three, four hours down there um, to do it? Or if it's just easier to, you know what, Let's get rid of the pass uh, and see what goes on, and then maybe get it again once they figure everything else out. Uh, but I mean, they may even start changing passes, uh, annual passes, and have different ones. I mean, you see it all the time in California where they suspend some, but if you still have it and you continue being uh, paying, you'll 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 keep it up, but you can't get new ones. Right. You see that happen, you know. In the past handful of years, all the time, so it's it's gonna be interesting to say the least,
0: yeah. And I think so. The parks have a different atmosphere, and we'll just go into it. Disney and and California, Disneyland has been de- delayed the um opening. Um, and what some people think is this was Disney's choice, it wasn't Disney's choice. Um, so basically, um, basically what they're going to do is is they're not going to get the guidelines for reopening until after July 4th. And they know two weeks is not enough time to plan for a reopening. So they've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And I think they were hoping to get it this week and the governor's office didn't do that. So they're going to basically delay it until they can feel that they're safely reopening and going by all the guidelines. So I think Disneyland takes a different approach because the governor in, in Florida is wanting everything to reopen right now. You know, so I mean we're gonna see what happens. I'm hopeful that this is gonna get fixed as fast as possible, but I mean you never know. It's it's all up in the hands of what how this virus or this yeah, the virus plays out and um yeah. I mean, we're gonna see what happens.
1: Yeah, And I mean with it, I mean for Disneyland, you know, Anaheim, I mean downtown Disney's still gonna open. The hotels are still gonna open because those plans got approved. Um by the governor and everything. I mean, the only thing that really isn't going to open is the parks. Uh, um, so at least there'll be I think, something I think, open. I think
0: Disneyland Hotel is not opening, though.
1: No, they're not. Uh, sorry, just the hotels will just be the two, California and Grand California and, and, the, Paradise and the Paradise
0: Pier. Paradise Pier, because yeah. I, believe, I believe Disneyland Hotel is still being renovated in some capacity. So yeah.
1: don't and, I mean, it, there. and it makes sense, especially if you're going to, you know, when the park does open, it's going to be in a limited capacity. So why well, have three hotels open when you could have two and still you know fill them up the best that you can and have the staffing and, and everything there instead of spreading it out only have you know this one a quarter full, this one a third um you yeah. know have them r- really get uh fine tune that uh and like you're saying, I think they're doing a remodel they're adding that dVC um tower there so. You know, this is perfect. we don't don't need the hotel open. Then that means they don't have to work around. Uh, they can just work straight through and not have to worry about noise complaints or, or anything like that. So yeah. that it's uh it will be interesting to see, uh, especially on California. And I mean, Bob Iger's on the opening of or the the business. I forgot what it is in the governor's office as far as getting businesses open. And, I mean, he's been president, CEO, John, I don't know if he was chairman of the board anyways, but he's on that task force. So, right, right. he's not going to, you got all these uh, guys in there, higher up positions for all these bigger companies. They're not dumb. There's a reason why they asked him on it. Uh, so, I think it's they're doing the right thing. Uh, it was, I mean, when they released it saying, hey, we're going to open July 17th, they were ready to do it. Um, and as we've said, I think I've said it multiple times on here that, you know, as soon as this episode gets loaded up, probably something's going to change again. We, we never know. Uh, and the best thing to do is instead of still sticking to the plans. Uh, but if something happens, then you got to really change, uh, change what you're doing in the parks. I mean, it's not a small part. So, I mean, the best thing to do is, you know, what they're doing hey, you know what, let's just delay it a little bit longer. I mean, come on. I mean, Disneyland is – it's a luxury. You know, it's not something that – it's not a huge business or anything. I mean, it is a huge business, but it's not like it's a huge essential business that needs to reopen soon. Some people may disagree with me on that, but, I mean, it's rather to be – And, and, and,
0: it's, and okay, sorry. It's, it's okay to disagree with Tim. Like, everyone talking – about everything going on. And I'm like, look, I get it. You can disagree, disagree with people, but here's the thing. Knowing Disney, you really think Disney's going to take on the liability of that. They're not going to, I mean, they literally, they literally have so much other stuff they have to deal with. that They're not going to want to bother with, 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 with this as an added, you know, thing they're experimenting with their stuff overseas because it's easier to do stuff over there. The regulations are too strict here. They've handled this, this pandemic a little bit better than here. So, um, you know, it's going to happen when it happens and you'll be happy when it does. Um, been leading into that. Um, now they're going to be changing splash mountain. Now I'm going to preface this. I may act nonchalant about this because as Tim knows, they've been trying to change splash mountain since like 2011, I mean, almost nine years they've been asking to change it. They're like, no one knows what it is. You can't find the movie Song of the South anymore because it's, it's super racist. Um, they don't even have it on Disney+. Plus. So what better ride to pick than we're going to make it a Princess and the Frog overlay? Never watched it, but I've seen bits and pieces. It's set in Louisiana, so it has that south feel to it. it has the riverboat feel to it. But when my my thing about it is... is is why couldn't they just wait to announce it unless they're going to be closing the ride down? It seems like they're taking an opportune time to announce it. Like they're making some sort of breakthrough decision. But if you've seen the drawings, this has been in the works for a long time because this stuff does not get animated like that. Willy nilly. If you, if you ever went to the parks when they had the, uh, Marvel exhibit at the, remember me, me and Tim went, uh, I think like 2000, I think it was 2011. We went, When they had all the Iron Man suits and the downstairs was all the stuff from the movies. When you would look at the, the, the rough done sketches, you can tell a huge difference between that and these colorization. Because they literally were sketched by someone, passed on someone else for rendering, and then someone else colored these things. So this has been in the plans for a while. I'm just happy they're doing it now because, you know, I can remember Briar Rabbit but I don't remember what the movie was about because I was so, so little the last time it probably aired. And so I think it's just a good move by them in general. It gives them an opportunity to bring, you know, uh, another feature to kids. You know, it is a kid's park and you want them to interact with other things. Mind you, Tim and I just talked when we went for our honeymoon in 2011 to Walt Disney World, not Tim and I, Tim and my wife, not Tim and my wife, me and my wife, we went on our honeymoon in 2011. And when did you go on your honeymoon to Disney World?
1: Uh, 2015. Actually, uh, okay. we would have left uh, like three days from now. It's our anniversary. on so okay. Saturday.
0: Okay. So Tim exactly. went in 2015, so four years after I went. When I was there, they had a ride at Epcot. It was a Viking ride, and it was in the, the Norway area. Well, when Tim went, they were doing the refurbishments fur- to make it frozen. You know why? Because they change things from time to time, and it's okay to have change. If you're freaking out about this, there's something else going on that you need to address because it's a ride. It's not your life. It's not – ever already got people selling those baggies they gave away from Ziploc on eBay for like $29 each, and I'm like, this is stupid. It's a Ziploc bag that says Splash Mountain. Like, and for those of you that don't know – um, that was kind of critter country right there, but they pretty much limited everything aside that nothing is, there's, is, is, is really critter country anymore. You have the hungry bear, uh, uh, restaurant restaurant right there but that leads to go into to galaxy's edge right there around the corner so it's it's a dying area you don't have the jamboree anymore so there's no one really knowing who the bears are in there um all you see remnants of them or is and you go on the poo ride and you can see the moose hanging up in the on the wall if you don't know you need to google it because it's pretty cool seeing their heads and their names hung up on the wall
1: um it's it's after the heffalumps and woozle scene
0: Yes, it is. When you go in there look, and have left moves you're tripping. Look out. behind you after you go through the door. Right. Anyway, you, go the door, you, you need to be in the first two rows. You can't see it in the back row because the little cover covers over the top of you. But time times have changed. Things have changed. The ride needs to change. Um, and I think Disney has the ability to do it fairly quickly as well. It's not going to be anything crazy because nothing moves. Nothing literally moves on the ride except for the end scene that's the only Mm -hmm. thing that moves is the boat really so they can change it pretty quick and splash mountain goes down all the time so it it is what it is which tip for people do not go on splash mountain when it first opens after being shut down for a while because they have too much water in it almost every single time and i'm not going to lie to you tim we took sarah's friend one time we went on it we came down and when we came down there was probably three quarters to an inch of water in the bottom of the boat. That's how much water went into the boat. So,
1: yeah, I could only imagine.
0: So for those that are mad about it, I don't know. So how do you feel about the change then, Tim? Tim hasn't watched the princess and the frog either. Don't say we're for whatever reason you're thinking. It's just, it wasn't a movie. I, my last Disney movie I watched as like, I watched, watched was probably like Tarzan or maybe the Lion King because they had a gap it was tarzan liking like pocahontas and then it went to the newer stuff and that was out of my age range so you know so how did you feel about it
1: yeah well it was interesting that um all of a sudden i think i was scrolling through facebook and you know boom 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 all these different pages that i like uh were posting this and i uh, and one of them that i really think is a reputable source posted it and i'm like Man, is this – because they always come out with April Fool stuff about this where it's kind of – it's like, ooh, is that – are they really doing that? And then they have the whole article, at the bottom it says, you know, nothing in this article is factual, is false, you know, A- April Fool's. And I thought it was one of them that, you know, their Facebook account got hacked and they posted it, and they started mm-hmm. reading it. I'm like, oh, no, this is this is legit. And like I said, once I kept scrolling – all these other ones had it too and they had i'm like oh okay so they they're talking about it then all of a sudden it's got like you said the concept art and everything on it i'm like oh this isn't something that they just threw together i mean they may have made the announcement right now but this is like you said it's been in the works for a long time i mean anything um you know that's coming up i mean i mean uh like we've, we're in right now not necessarily the pandemic but just with the everything else going on, the political movements or whatever you you know you want to call them, um, they always come up and come back to that. You know, I mean, the Song of the South. It is you know a <laughs> a, a you would not think it would be a Disney me, movie movie um, with it. That's why like I like say it's not on Disney Plus. You can't find it anywhere. Um, I know. Growing up, we had a VHS of it. I mean, I remember watching it, but. Because it's got, the only thing I remember from it is a Zippity-Doo-Dah song. And barely anything about Uncle Remus. I I just remember the bird landing on his shoulder and he started out the song. Which you could see that song, YouTube it, and it's all over it. Right. But but like you said, going into the ride, you know, these kids are like, oh, this is cool. Because it's got, you know, uh, Brer Rabbit, the fox, you know, everything in there. And they're all cartoon, which they are in the movie. But then the kid's like, oh, what, what movie is that from? Or starts asking questions it's like, yeah, yeah, I know where you're too young to uh, to watch the movie or even talk about it. So yeah. what's getting the overlay on this? It's perfect. It's, you know, the princess on the frog. It's New Orleans. You get New Orleans Square right there. You know, you have all of the um, you know, animals that are in it. You get Critter Country right there. It's a flume ride. So it's, set, you know, set in the bayou. All right. That's even better. And at the end of Splash Mountain, you have a riverboat. Well, the, like I said, I've never watched the movie, but I know there's a, they're singing on a riverboat or something has to do with the riverboat. So, right. you know, half the stuff is already there in it. So it makes logical sense. And, I mean, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it right. The concept art that I've seen, if they're going to actually follow through with it, because, I mean, let's face it, a lot of the times. They could have all this concept art I and mean, we saw with galaxy's edge is going to have this this you know all these things and maybe only a couple things made it through but i mean still awesome but you know you right. promise everything um and you know not everything's gonna make it just due to you know whatever but the concept art looks really awesome i'm pumped about it plus if they do it right on the inside Like when they redid um, or put the um, projections in Alice in Wonderland or the Alice ride, that was awesome. I mean, people might disagree with me. If they do, you can email chris at (laughs) Fomocast.com. But if they do that and really take the technology that they have right now um, and go with that, and not necessarily, I just hope they don't do an overlay on it. I hope they do it right you know, shut it down. And I'm sure they will, uh, shut it down and do it right. And you could really take, just really jazz up that ride. And once it opens, you probably wouldn't even know that that was Splash Mountain. And even if they don't change the, the, it's not necessarily track attract the flume in there and still keep the same flume, uh, it, you, you wouldn't even know that it was Splash Mountain. Right. Um, so right. I'm I'm just really excited for that, and take it, and just you know necessarily update it with all the new technologies and everything that they can. And who knows, they may even put something in there that you know they have in the works, and it'll be oh, there's only this in it, like how they have the shaman in the um, Avatar ride, uh, uh-huh. you know, something like like that, or they have um, Hondo Onaka on the um, Millennium Falcon ride you get all these animatronics that are getting more and more lifelike and especially in their facial expressions where you're, you know, especially getting lifelike where, you know, before it was, you know, they can maybe blink their eyes, maybe shrug their eyebrows and open their mouth Where now you're getting a lot of facial movements in it and you could put her singing at the end on the boat and it'll look like a real person. But I mean, it's animatronic in there. So I'm not, I mean, to me, it's, I'm fine with it. And like what, I mean, if you want to go back to what Walt Disney said, Disneyland will never be complete. There are always, if there's imagination out there, we're, you know, we're moving forward with it. Uh, like right. you said, granted, you know, the, the time that it came with this, I mean, maybe it is the best timing. Maybe it's not the best timing. You know, maybe they should have done it three, five years ago when it first came out or maybe three, five years from now. Um, but I mean, it's the makes logical sense to put that in there. Um, and I hope that it, I, to be honest, I hope it actually happens because fun fact, almost all of those animatronics on the end scene, mo, you know, probably three quarters of them were all repurposed from an old ride because yep. they needed a big um, ending sequence. So, you know, that ride isn't, original um and even the guy the guy that worked on the ride worked on this new one too so there there you go but it'll be interesting to see exactly once it's all said and done um and actually they start uh working on it what the final product will be but i'm excited
0: i hope they do it right i hope they do that's all i'm saying is i hope they do it right and they take their time so you know, just shut it down, do it till next year, January, February, get it ready for next summer to open up. So that way basically everyone can cool off in it and, you know, do a big little fanfare thing of, of opening and, you know, and maybe I'll be back there by then. Who knows? So,
1: and and like you said, it's a forgotten corner, not necessarily a forgotten corner of the park, but with that, it'll draw a lot more people back there. I mean, Splash Mountain, the lines can get long, especially during, um, the summer heat that they have down there. And yes, for you that aren't from California, LA does have summer heat. It does get 90, even a hundred sometimes down there. Um, So, and that line, you know, can get 60, 80, 90 minutes long or even longer just because you do get wet on it. So, but especially if you get this new ride back there um, it'll, it'll definitely draw people back there and i think it'll keep them back there or, or or keep them coming back i should say
0: so we'll we'll see i'm optimistic i know disney doesn't want to do their thing um so um that's all we got for you tonight uh it's been a fun night disney is always throwing new stuff at us um i mean even just now i just got an alert that Netflix is uh, being sued by the Sherlock Holmes estate because they have a new show coming out. I'm not even going to bring that up. I'm going to talk about it. You can look it up. I'll share it on the Facebook page. But it's an insane story. And, uh, yeah, I didn't even know that Millie Bobby Brown was doing a Netflix show. So I'm going to share it now. So if you look for it on the group, uh, you'll find it there. Um, So – We'll hopefully see you next week. It is going to be coming up the 4th of July, so it all depends on what people's schedules are. But for the cast, I'm Chris.
1: Uh, I'm Tim.
0: And we will see you next time.